Hello, and welcome to Dinner at Yiffney's with your host, Tekka Meyerhoff. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon, with tiers starting as low as $1 per month. You can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, will receive their own badge on the Dinner at Yiffney's website and a personal call-out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffney sticker. And at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going toward paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left over at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. Before we go any further... I just want to say that I owe a debt of gratitude to the author of this story. Had it not been for his encouragement and belief in my abilities, our podcast might not exist. I tried to do this last year, but life got in the way. Tonight's story is the last of a three-story spotlight, and I have nothing but the highest regard for them and their work. On tonight's story, Tiz the Buck likes watching sexy ponies at the gym. Sexy gym ponies like feeling buck tongues on their cocks. How can this troublesome riddle possibly be solved? Let's find out. Breathe by Zaggy Norris. Tiz preferred the gym at mid-morning. The stag would arrive just as the last of the early morning masses was on its way out, leaving their sweaty paw prints on the ellipticals and an afterglow of their fat asses in the cushions of the health bar. The personal trainers would be in their offices doing paperwork or jerking off when they weren't encouraging middle-aged housewives to do another sit-up, and the hum of the big aircon would be the loudest sound in the whole building. He had the whole place to himself. Almost. There'd be the handful of others who had the same idea as him, and the stag would nod gently at their direction if their eyes met. The jackal, who only ever seemed to do pull-ups, he had the upper body of a fighter but toothpick legs. The seal, who swam, of course he swam. A hundred laps every day, though. Very impressive. Tiz would watch his brown form shoot back and forth, only coming up for air every few laps, while he ran on the treadmill. It was pleasantly hypnotic and gave his eyes something to do while his ears strained to catch the sounds that drifted over from where the heavy equipment sat. The masculine grunts and whinnies the pony stud made as he built his amazing fucking body. Pony Boy probably had a name, but they'd barely spoken in eight months and never to the point of exchanging names. So Pony Boy, he remained. His workout was the most intense of any of the mid-morning crowd. Arms, abs, chest, legs, back. Everything had its allocated day, and as far as the buck could tell, he stuck to it with military rigor. By the time the buck arrived, he was usually well into it, and they'd finish up about the same time. Once Tiz adjusted his schedule to ensure it. He had gnawed casually at the pony as he made his way to the treadmills, letting his eyes drink in the sight of the equine's stocky, dusky body as much as he dared. 
He'd get on his machine and start running, eyes watching the seal swimming back and forth, mind imagining how it'd feel if he took the place of the unappreciative machines the pony stud was using. How it'd feel to have those strong arms pulling on him, pushing, driving this way and that, going in and out and in and out. He had to surreptitiously adjust his pants about 15 minutes in, normally. Within a month, he knew the stud's entire regimen by heart and could track his daily progress solely by the sounds he made. A few minutes before Ponyboy finished, Tiz would hop off the treadmill and make a beeline for the locker room. This was very important. He had to finish showering before the pony arrived. He'd yet to find a gem that didn't look very poorly on patrons that leered at others in the shower while sporting dripping erections. Plus, the buck just preferred the view he got from the bench across from Ponyboy's locker. And so it went every day, including today. He had just pulled on some pants to ensure his cock wasn't advertising his arousal to anyone nearby and was very slowly drying the rest of his body when the pony sauntered in. The equine's buzz-cut mane clung damply to his neck as he wiped his sweat-soaked face dry with a towel, and his scent hit Tiz like a truck. Raw pony musk. He'd fucking swear it smelled better every day. So much stronger than any of the other equines the bucket smelled, perhaps the pony's slight frame concentrated his musk cranking the masculinity up to 11. It had fucking better keep doing it then. Tiz kept his eyes down as he rubbed his legs dry and flared his nostrils to smell more of the pony. When the stud grunted and dropped his sweaty towel, the buck dared to lift his eyes a little and watch him undress. The second best show in the house, clothes sliding up and over powerful muscles, revealing everything the gym shorts and workout shirt had hidden. Which was never much to begin with, bless the dear God. Tiz's breath grew short as his eyes flitted about like eager insects, desperate to sample a little bit of everything. Pony Boy must have been almost 40, but he took fucking good care of himself. His short form packed in muscle wherever it possibly could. There was no clothing on the planet that could do more than briefly obscure his massive arms, broad chest, boulder-sized shoulders, or piston legs. His flat belly showed just a few subtle curves to hint at the strength that lay underneath. And when his arms rose to tug his shirt over his head, his back muscles moved around as if another, even stronger pony was shifting about inside it. And if the hard-earned body wasn't enough to stoke the fires of jealousy, he was handsome too. Pale hairs feathered his wrist and fetlocks, and his mane was like snow. He kept it cropped to military length. It looked so good, running like a thick white wall down the thick neck and back. Brown eyes under high brows gave his face a classically handsome look, and his fingers, if Tiz shut his eyes, he could feel them on his antlers, controlling him, dominating. 
but that all paled in comparison to the rare but treasured sight of the folds of skin and hefty testicles that set between the pony's legs. The pony's eyes turned in his direction, and Tiz quickly looked down, heart thudding. The pony was still for a second, and then made his way to the showers. He didn't usually pay the deer any attention. Tiz was confident his voyeurism was going unnoticed. The buck shot another look at him as he walked away, drinking in the sight of his twin mountains of ass as they bunched up with each step before their owner disappeared around the corner of the shower. The hiss of a shower started, and the buck sat back, resting against the wall, and sighing. The stupidly hot pony stud was the best part of his day. He fondled himself a little, then pressed his cock to the side to better hide it. Couldn't have it showing up during the second act. He pulled on a shirt while the pony watched, but left it on butt and idly packed some of his things back to his bag as he waited. When the sound of the shower stopped, he quickly sat down and began doing up the buttons on his shirt. Very, very slowly. The pony sauntered out of the showers as if he'd just bucked a queen. Water glistened everywhere. He looked like he'd bathed in oil. Even the shitty fluorescent lights of the locker room couldn't make him look bad. He stuck a finger in one ear and wiggled it intently as he walked back to his locker and grabbed a fresh towel from inside it. Tiz's eyes rose circumspectly from the intense contemplation of his shirt buttons to a very rare sight indeed. Ponyboy with one leg raised resting on the bench, rubbing his upper body furiously with a towel. The effort made his balls bounce, swinging about between his thighs like fairground rise writ small. Oh, fuck. Tiz rarely got to see Ponyboy's balls that well, and seeing them in motion like this was a gift that made his mouth run with saliva and his tail hole ache. He gulped to suppress a moan as his cock swelled a little more. It wasn't right, really. Those balls shouldn't be hanging that low. They should be pulled up tight into the pony's body as his cock climaxed straight down the stag's throat. Equine eyes shifted in his direction, and Tiz looked away again as his fingers did another button up with glacial speed. Two down, three to go. He could usually fit a good five or ten minutes of ponyboy time in after his workouts. He flicked his pupils occasionally, trying to look casual, until the pony seemed suitably occupied. There. He had his phone in one hand now, and his other was digging through his bag, looking for things. He was dry, but he hadn't yet put on a scrap of clothing. That was Ponyboy's best trait, Tiz thought. Well, after being a pony, anyway. He stayed naked for ages after showering, and even had a habit of walking around the locker room as if to let all his bits breathe before he wrapped them back up in cotton and cloth. That suited Tiz just fine. Plenty more opportunities for him to steal some more lusty looks. 
It took the stag a few glances to make sure, but Ponyboy seemed to look extra good that day. It was chest day, but still, something was making him look extra fine. He looked big. The pony was leaning casually against the wall of lockers, both hands on his phone, looking at the screen. But his arms were bulging as if he was doing pull-ups, and the veins were standing out on his legs as though he had just run a mile. His phone couldn't be that heavy. Tap, tap, tap went his fingers, and he breathed deeply, making his chest expand in a magnificent way. Then again, and this time he held the air in for a bit. What was he doing? Was he... was he showing off? Tiz squinted, trying to figure out what the pony boy was doing. Eyes on your own work, bud. The pony didn't look up when he spoke, but he didn't need to. The locker room was empty apart from the two of them. Pony boy couldn't have meant that for anyone except Tiz. The buck pulled his head down, feeling the flush already building, and finished doing his buttons up in record time. Fuck, fuck, fuck. He stood, keeping his eyes down until he was facing the lockers next to him and collected his things as the blood throbbed in his ears. The heat of his face felt like it was reflecting onto him off the locker's metal surface. So much for subtlety. Fucking hell, with one short sentence, he'd completely disarmed the stag. It was humiliating. When Tiz reached for the bag on the bench next to him, he fumbled it, and it slid to the ground. Oh, sweet mother of... He gritted his teeth, and sank down, eyes still fixed on the lockers in front of him, hand padding for the bag he could just see from the corner of his eye. It had fallen off the edge of the bench. If he turned to look at it, he'd be looking at Ponyboy. The equine hadn't made another sound after that single sentence, but he had made his point. Tiz did not want to risk making eye contact and letting the pony see how flustered he was. His hand found the bag after an eternity, and he gripped it tightly as he pushed himself back to his feet. With a too loud squeal of metal that just topped off his embarrassment Sunday, he slammed the locker closed and turned to go. His eyes now stared with great interest at the tile pattern on the floor, and he clutched his bag to his chest with one hand as his other dug into a pocket for his car keys. He considered apologizing, but surely his achingly bright red face was punishment enough. Message received. He found his keys and pulled them out, eager to be gone before his face reached the boiling point of water. One finger caught the key ring as he tugged, though, and as if in slow motion, he felt them slip from his grasp and fall. He couldn't stop the low moan of disbelief he made as he watched them clatter to the smooth locker room floor and slid easily along the tiles until they fetched up against Ponyboy's hoof. A fucking horse. Tiz gaped at the treacherous keys for only a second before self-preservation made him look away again. The pony had made it clear he was to keep his eyes to himself, 
The muscle-bound equine could snap him like a twig if he decided to. But the stag couldn't leave without his keys. He lived more than an hour away by hoof. Oh, no, please, he's going to kill me. The cough that cleared his throat sounded pathetic even to Tiz. Um, excuse me. It was hard addressing someone without looking at them. He tried squinting up at the ceiling instead of the floor. I'm so sorry. Could you, um, kick them over? He mimed a kick, then instantly regretted it. Why had he done that? In case the pony was too stupid to know what a kick was. You fucking idiot. He imagined a rowing machine crashing through from the floor above and landing on him to end his suffering but the ceiling remained resolutely intact. He blinked up at it and waited for a response from the stud. Pony Boy had stopped tapping on his phone when the keys slid over to him. Now he shifted, his hooves clacking lightly against the tiles, but he made no effort to kick the keyring over to Tiz. The buck squirmed in deep discomfort, trying to decide if he should ask again, His unoccupied hand grew clammy, and he stuck it back into his pocket, then removed it when he realized it made him look disinterested. Pony Boy had been covered enough for both of them. The silence grew deeper and more unbearable. A drop of water plinked onto the floor in the shower area. He could sense the pony looking at him from the corner of his eye, but he dared not to meet that gaze, except... Was it more insulting not to? He grappled with the dilemma and decided it was. While a small fawn inside him ran around in circles panicking, he forced his head to turn and look directly at Pony Boy. The pony was already looking at the stag with an amused expression. When their eyes locked, he snorted. Didn't get enough of a look the last few months? His voice was calm collected, and disgustingly deep. Tiz wanted to drown in it. sorry the stag blurted. He tore his eyes away again, his blush escalating to nuclear levels. sorry This was a nightmare. Nope, he couldn't do it. He'd just have to walk home and figure out a plan to get his car back another time. Or just Leave it at the gym forever. I'll, um, go. Sorry, again, sorry. Smooth, you dumb fuck. But he had only taken one step when Pony Boy spoke again. Answer my question. Not so much as a hint of expectation of disobedience. How did such a short pony have such a deep voice? Fuck. He must be military. That was a voice to make privates jump on command and piss their pants. It was certainly working on Tiz. The equine had only asked one question. Yes? Tiz said hesitantly. The stag was fairly certain that there was no right answer, but perhaps the lie would keep his face from being rearranged. Instead, it made the pony snap his fingers pulling the deer's eyes back to him. Don't lie. The words were languid, 
like a crocodile on a sandbank, eyeing its prey. But there was more steel in his voice for the repetition. Answer my question. Tiz wished it was spring so that he could break off his antlers to better resemble the helpless doe he currently felt like. The pony's gaze was like two lasers corralling him in place. Uh... The single word emptied his lungs, and he gulped down another breath. Uh, no. Had he forgotten a third possible answer? For a panicked second, he wondered if Zor was a word people used. But that seemed to do it. Ponyboy smirked and tossed his phone back into his bag with a careless hand. He crossed his arms, making his pecs bulge to either side of his biceps, and tilted his head a little. Then come get your keys and finish the job. He lifted a hoof and placed it on top of the deer's keys. Trap! Trap! Tiz's prey instinct screamed at him, but so did his dick. After a depressingly brief battle, his dick won. He let his bag drop to the ground and took a step forward. And another... He started his advance still staring at Ponyboy's face, but by the fourth step was staring at the equine's crotch. The pony's balls sat motionless in their smooth sack. They were probably only somewhat above average, but they looked almost obscenely large on the pony's shorter frame. Above them were the beautifully curved folds of a thick sheath, almost black in color. A drop of pink set in the heart of the ashen folds, like a blooming flower, and Tiz felt his head swirl when he realized that he was looking at the tip of Ponyboy's cock. He paused an arm's length away from the pony, begrudgingly lifting his eyes from the stud's crotch. The pony's expression had barely changed, but his eyes had moved. He was looking up at Tiz's antlers now. Their eight points were an impressive lie. The only thing Tiz ever mounted was his motorbike. The pony gestured with a finger, and the buck obediently bent his head forward to let the equine better see his headgear. But he didn't just look. One hand shot out to grasp the base of an antler, and Tiz gave a whimper of confused pleasure as his head was tugged to the side. His legs started shaking. The strength in the grasp was obvious, and it was making him revert to type. Pretty much the only thing Ponyboy would ever need to do now was... Get on your knees. Softer this time, and yet somehow more commanding, with more than a hint of lust. Tiz sighed and his legs folded, dropping him to his knees. His other antler received its own gripping hand, and he shivered with anticipation. The pony controlled him now. It was that simple. Only moments earlier, he still would have tried to apologize to make right what he had done. But that would have been when he and the pony were nominal equals. That equation changed the second the pony grabbed him. His power was obvious. His control unchallenged. They weren't equals anymore. The pony was a natural master and the deer wanted nothing more than to be mastered by him. 
Pony Boy adjusted the position of the buck's head, moving it about via his antlers. Tiz did not resist. He remained in whichever position the pony placed him. That position was soon directly before his crotch, and the deer stared into the eye of his sheath with quivering delight. The cock inside was still somnolent, but if the pony permitted him only a little time, he would change that for him. Not that he said that. He didn't need to talk. Pony Boy would tell him if he needed to speak. Keep your mouth shut. Pony Boy said, as if confirming his thoughts. Open your nostrils. Tiz did so, flaring them as wide as he could. Moments before, Pony Boy pulled on his antlers and pushed the deer nose first into his crotch. Heaven, it turned out, was Pony Sheath. Tiz snorted like a coke addict, dragging as much air through his nose as he could. The smell was incredible. Even freshly washed, Pony Boy's musk persisted. Or perhaps he'd built it up again in the time since he had showered. It was heady and rich and made the deer's cock squirt into his pants. It was the smell of a master. The buck couldn't sniff fast enough. His chest heaved in and out and he gave a bleat of desperation. Pony Boy had said not to open his mouth, but he had to. He had to get more of the smell inside him. Slow down. Pony Boy's command was simple and direct. Tiz slowed his breathing. Just breathe. In. The buck took a single deep breath and let the air rest in his lungs. Out. He blew warmly into the sheath, feeling the air bounce back, smelling of both him and the pony mixed. Oh, to be so lucky. Good boy. Breathe. Tiz shut his eyes and let the master control his lungs. His powerful smell was never ending. There was no rush. His lungs filled and empty with pony scent. His tail quivered and his cock dripped. He simply waited for the next command and luxurated in the unexpected pleasure of finding a master in this place. His next command arrived unexpectedly, a warmth pressing on his nose. He opened his eyes and saw the pony's cock beginning to drop. It smelled at once the same, and yet distinct from the smell of his sheath. Rawr, but with a hint of something else that had to be pony cum. Tiz had smelled the cum of enough males to pick that out of a lineup. Fresh, too. Oh, had Pony Boy come in the showers before this? Oh, fuck, please. Pony Boy pulled back on his antlers, and Tiz watched half an inch of cock slither out. He knew what to do, but he had to wait to be told. Until then, he simply breathed and enjoyed Pony Boy's smell. Open your mouth. Tiz dropped his lower jaw and lifted Pony Boy's cock into his mouth with his tongue when his head was pushed into the pony's crotch again. A brief flash of bitterness 
as some errant drops of the master's piss was washed away by his tongue, and then only sweetness. Ponyboy's cock flesh was still flaccid and wonderfully soft. Tiz pulled it deeper in with his tongue and lips and felt it swelling inside his mouth. His nose kept breathing as his tongue began to lick and probe and massage the member inside him. Ponyboy's dick was not too thick, and the deer could easily fit it, for now. It crawled along his tongue and down the back of his throat as the warmth and pressure of his mouth did its holy work, until he could not have breathed in through his mouth even if he wished. A fat, drooling pony flare stoppered the back of his mouth. He could taste Ponyboy's pre-cum in the back of his throat. Then the hands on his antlers tightened, and Ponyboy started to fuck his throat. Hard. It was an ungenerous fuck. The Ponyboy moved fast, as if his orgasm would escape if he took too long to reach it. Tiz did not mind. Pleasuring the stud was his purpose right now, and Ponyboy seemed satisfied with him. The cock grew longer, but not thicker and each thrust pressed the head a little deeper down his throat. He gagged sometimes, but Ponyboy seemed to like the way that made his throat contract around his dick. He pulled harder in the buck's antlers, fucking his mouth with wet, sloppy noises. Spittle drooled down his cock and into the folds of his sheath as Tiz moaned and made happy, muffled bleats. He dared to lift his hand and fondle Ponyboy's balls as he was fucked. The warm orbs were like jewels in his hands and already rising. A thrill ran through the stag. Ponyboy's breeder milk was on its way. Oh shit. You're a better fuck than I thought. Gonna swallow all my cum, aren't you? Yes, master. Ponyboy's growl sent electric thrills through Tiz and he slurped and lapped all the cock flesh he could reach. The balls in his hands grew lighter and then rose out of view. Tiz shut his eyes, letting Ponyboy run the show. The equine's flare was swollen and hard, scraping along his throat as it moved, and he could imagine the bulge it made and wished he had a photo. Pull back more. I want to taste you. Tiz thought. The pony was too deep inside him. His cum would go straight down his throat. I want your taste, master. I want your taste and your smell and your touch. The pony grunted and stiffened, and Tiz moaned and waited. A hot rush of fluid filled his throat, and he choked and swallowed and choked some more. A few drops followed the cough into his mouth, and he tasted the pony's seed. A little sour, with a strong, grassy flavor. Good, healthy horse cum. He swallowed as much as he needed to not choke, and let the rest remain in the back of his throat. When Ponyboy withdrew, the rest of his cum came with it. Tiz's tongue was smeared with it, and he gave a happy bleat at the taste. He caught the flare as it crossed his lips, sucking it like a child's pacifier, ensuring every drop of cum remained in him. Ponyboy chuckled as the deer licked him clean before letting the cock fall wetly 
against its owner's body, wet and pristine. A hand released one antler and petted Tiz on the head, then scratched behind his ears before letting go and walking to one side. The buck breathed deeply, staring ahead as if into nothing, still tasting the pony stud, still smelling him. Pony Boy got dressed beside him without another word, and only when he slung his bag over his shoulder did he look back at Tiz. Another finger snap to get the deer's attention, then a sniff as he looked the half-day stag over. <laughs> well, seen enough? Tiz almost laughed. How could he ever get enough of a stud like this? He met his eyes and shook his head, and Pony Boy laughed. <laughs> Good. He grabbed the towel he had dried himself with and generously rubbed it over his nuts and cock before getting dressed and tossed it at the deer. For later. He told him with a smirk. Tiz shivered happily and pressed it to his nose. Thank you. He bleated through it. Pony Boy winked and turned. And if you keep staring, he said, walking to the door. I'm going to have to show you my home, Jim. He paused at the door and looked back, making sure the deer's eyes were locked on him. Pony Boy chuckled. <laughs> See you tomorrow, fuckbuck. And with that, we come to the end of Breathe by Zaggy Norris. As I said at the start of the episode, Zaggy has been a major influence in the creation of the podcast, and I'm proud to present this story along with the previous two. I'd also like to give a shout-out to the members of our Patreon. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna, Dimbles, Fowler, and Wolflord. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big that is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. The support you all have given is beyond what I had ever imagined. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. For our other patrons, Agador, Dream Merchant, Glared, Wasson, and Wolfie Wetfur, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success, and I'm proud to say I know each of you. And finally, everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to do this for a long time and continue bringing you furry erotica from all over the furry fandom. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed tonight's tale. Good night, and come again.